0: cup talk i'm nick and i'm mason what's up um... we are back for another one <laughs> <laughs> yeah yo mason what's up dude
1: hey man i am having a grand old time sheltering in place here in lawton because a half inch of snow is like the storm of the century hydro hydro kids lock your doors everything's closed <laughs> they just don't have the resources man in Utah we call that Tuesday. Right. It's a oh that was a light dusting. Yeah, you're definitely still going to school. You know, no one's getting anything off.
0: Yeah, no nothing. Get out early, shovel those walks, get to school on time. It's it's so
1: funny, man, being from yeah, a state where you get a lot of because so like the weatherman had said like last Wednesday that it was gonna snow um all day yesterday like starting midnight saturday to monday and just based off that like on friday or friday or saturday fort sill was like we are closed until wednesday and you were like nothing's even happened yet and then it snowed today and it was like we're closed till thursday
0: and it's like
1: what but aren't like, you guys this, all on,
0: like you huh aren't you guys all on campus though like or, uh, no, so, I don't know if it's called campus, it's called on base there or what? I'm I'm post yeah, yeah. Like that's what you call it you can, so um,
1: we should be but the way they do these like schoolhouse courses, so like they have like 20 spots for everybody to get, to get in the course and if you get in one of those first 20 spots then they pay for your room and they put you on post in a hotel but they'll have like 20 more spots that they can take but once you get past the first 20, they're like, oh, well, we're not paying for your room. So your state has to pay for it, but you can show up, you know, and, and be here. It's just, you have to find your own lodging. And so if you do that, then they kick you off post. Like you can't, you're not on post. So nice. I'm just like down the road though. It's like five minutes away. So uh, it's not like a big deal. It's and it's a nicer hotel than like what they have there. So I'm not complaining by any means.
0: But it's shut uh, down. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So the, it's just like, it's all the government employees that work there and, you know, the the stores and the resources there, like, they just, once they say it's shut down, like, none of them, you know, are working. And if they're a contractor, it's a violation of their contract to be there working. It's
0: like, oh, gosh. <laughs> Those, Government under, work, these, under these, these uh, terrible circumstances. These hazardous conditions. Hazardous conditions. It's like
1: you can still see the roads, you know, like none (laughs) of the roads aren't even covered. Like the parking lot has, you know, like a dusting of snow on it. And you're just like, wow. Uh, But anyways, so the, the unfortunate news is we were supposed to get out of here on Friday and they're saying it might be till the next Monday. So fingers crossed that they get it figured out. We don't have to stay till Monday.
0: Yeah, I'm hoping for you, buddy. I'm hoping you get released. Anyways, All for good behavior. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Off good
1: behavior. Yeah, tell, I'll unleash the boss on him. You know, tell him <laughs> talk to my wife, Hillary.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's coming home on Friday. Get, get the two-star general on the line. Get I want to talk to him. Get him on the line yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> she puts uh, her current, yeah. What she about puts you, man? Karen hat on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, pull, pulls, pulls a Karen hat. just gets out you the know, scissors. And, and the
0: general hops too. Like, yes,
1: ma'am. What would you need?
0: I want to speak to the manager. Yeah. Uh, the nice. manager,
1: when you say manager, do you mean post commander? Yep, that's the one. Whoever's in charge, get him
0: here. I don't button. want his
1: assistant. I don't want his measly captain assistant. I want the general. That's right. Cause once you get that high ranking, you get a, a free man servant basically like a high ranking officer that would be doing, that could be doing something really cool. But instead they're an aide to camp is what they call it, serving a general. So it's just like whatever they need, like security, you know, when they're going out, like these guys plan their exit routes and, you know, take all care of all that. And then manage their like schedule and stuff. It's like your, it's your full-time job as a military officer to take care of the general, but Usually a good gig because if you know a general, then you you have a pretty good contact
0: in your back pocket. So nice.
1: it's it's definitely a job you want.
0: <laughs> oh, nice! Well, now that we all had our uh, National Guard uh, <laughs> lesson for the, the day, military lesson, huh? <laughs> I'm sorry, I digress so much. <laughs> we can get back to hockey. But we we can talk about what this show is supposed to be about, <laughs> <laughs> and not myself. We're gonna switch but to be a uh, National Guard podcast. <laughs>
1: yeah. This week, it's all about the guard. <laughs> the natty girl, they like to call us, the National
0: Guard. Oh, nice. But uh, how's uh, Utah been, man? How are you guys hanging in out there? Oh, it's been great. Uh, they said it was supposed to be a really snowy weekend, and it's just been rain. So nothing, nothing too or- out of the, the ordinary. We, we drove up to yeah. Cottonwood today for uh, Lady Grizz practice, and there was some snow up there. But that's about it. Like, well there, yeah, was, there like was some snow on the like, yeah, there was some snow on the front yard, but not like probably probably about as much as you got there, but it was not really much snow here. Which is
1: there you're like, Wow, that's it. But yeah, here it's like, Oh my gosh, shut it down. We can't even get out of our, our we can't even open the front door. You
0: know Well Did you guys have a good uh Valentine's? Yeah, yeah, we had a really good Valentine's. Um we uh on the way home we uh stopped at the Olive Garden. And we were, we were going to okay. eat at the Olive Garden because the kids, that's all they want. They always want Olive Garden. I don't know why.
1: It's, it's all about the breadsticks, right? Yeah. Salad.
0: Except for, so if you're looking for a tip to save a little bit of money on some Olive Garden, if you got a family like mine where my kids just want, everybody wants fettuccine Alfredo. And fettuccine Alfredo for like four is a lot. And then you can do the catering. It's like 40 bucks for like a... A thing of fettuccine Alfredo for the family. But Oh yeah, like the big giant ones. It's like a it's like a big metal tin. Family size. And then you get like the sauce. So I just said, why don't we just get the sauce and then we'll just make noodles. So we paid for two pints of Alfredo sauce, cost us like twelve bucks, which I'm like, okay, well if the sauce is twelve, that means they charge twenty eight dollars for noodles. For when it costs like two bucks for Yeah, so like I five went to, I stopped at Smith's on the way home and bought two pounds of noodles <laughs> for two dollars. And so I saved uh twenty six yeah. bucks on pasta. So if you're looking to save a little Unreal. bucket on some uh Olive Garden, just buy the sauce and take it home and cook your own noodles. I didn't even
1: know they would let you buy the sauce, but that's pretty
0: cool. Yeah, yeah. We bought some sauce and we even bought breadsticks on the side and it was still cheaper so we got a ton of breadsticks but i've learned and your noodles are probably fresh yeah they were fresh they were they were really good i feel like you go there and it's
1: like you you know you can like a fast food joint you can tell like these noodles like yeah
0: they've been cooked yesterday yeah Yeah. i did get a soup i got a soup for myself but i've learned that olive garden it's it's not really like you don't eat it because it's really good but there's something in there either it's either in their breadsticks i think i had half a breadstick or whatever usually but it's in their breadstick or their soup i don't know something you start out eating because it just makes you think that you can eat way more than you've ever eaten in your life like i usually you know a pretty good sized meal but like i had a little bit of soup a little bit of breadstick i even made my own pasta i made like a red sauce with like some vegetables and stuff in it and I ate my whole entire plate of, you know, pasta. I had like my thing of soup and I just like, Oh, I need some more breadsticks. I need some more breadsticks. I need some more breadsticks. I could not get enough of these breadsticks. And then I went yeah. and took the giant dump that, you know, the post, <laughs> the, the, the post, all, the of, post. Garden dump. <laughs> and yeah. all of dump. <laughs> yeah. And, and here's uh, the best part about it. This is my, uh, <laughs> this is my greatest uh, accomplishment of the day of, My dad day, you know, so I'm in the hall bathroom, you know, just taking a poop and Brooks is out there eating fettuccine Alfredo and he got, I guess he was all messy and stuff. And like, Autumn's like, Hey, will you put him in the bath since I'm on the pooper already next to the bath? And I was like, sure. So she just like tosses him in the bathroom and closes (laughs) the door. (laughs) So I'm taking I'm like like pitches him to you. I'm like mid, you go. I'm in mid dump like I've already like started the water cuz she said, you know, when you start the water.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But uh then Get I realized that uh. I realized that he is poopy also. So oh, I'm sitting there like you're both taking it down. I got the pants down to the ankles. I got to wipe, but the, I found a the I can't just strip his clothes off cuz he's got a turd in there. So I got to clean I got to clean this poopy diaper. They didn't give me wipes either. Like no wipes. Hey, later. So I like, you know, I'm like getting the toilet paper like dabbing it in the tub, you know, getting it wet, squeezing it out, so it's not so sucking. To, yeah, Wiping man, his butt, you know. Well, I'm like pants down to my ankles still, you know, just reaching over <laughs> doing <You're> this. So <laughs> and so I got the baby in the bath while taking a dump on one fell swoop. And I changed poop diaper, no wipes. So, that's my dad' that accomplishment moment. of the day.
1: <laughs> I'm just gonna go ahead and guess that you guys at least have some nice, like two ply toilet paper, some Charmin. <laughs> if you were able to, oh yeah, make it, all that happen, it's not just a straight Walmart see through paper.
0: No, no. Autumn gets really mad at me if I buy that toilet paper. Like me, I'm like, you know, you're gonna you're gonna roll it around your hands six times anyways, so you're already like. Quadruple, quad, you know, fifteen wraps, but she makes me buy a little bit softer stuff. So I guess it paid Very off. Fast. Well, definitely paid off. We, oh yeah, and especially you know now in
1: COVID, it's like that's like currency, man.
0: I'm having toilet paper. <laughs> Everybody for Christmas gave you a roll of toilet paper, like every neighbor, and you're like, hey, good one. So, <laughs> funny you say that. I
1: got two boxes because. Hillary's dad works for Waxy now. And he's like, got the inside hookup. So he gives those like giant industrial boxes of like 50 or something like that or 60. They were so big. We could only fit one in the car like on the way home from Christmas. Like <laughs> he had to strap the other one we had on Hillary's top. Little <laughs> hatchback. <laughs> we were like, I put one in the car and I'm like, okay, it takes up the whole back of the car. I was like, we're going to have to put the seats down and, and put it in the, in the back seat or, or whatever, hold it. And she's and. I, we had Jack, though, you know, and so he yeah. takes the whole backseat dog, you know, and she's like, oh, no, we'll just leave that one here, and then we'll come get it another time. <laughs> okay. But <laughs> one time when there? he rolled up, yeah, no, we finally got it. They brought it up, but <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> we don't have anywhere to store it, too. They're just sitting, like, in our guest room, like, <laughs> stacked up. You throw, you throw a
0: tablecloth over them. Now it's, like, now it's a, an end table.
1: <laughs> yeah, right? Like, this is the, they're a couple chairs, you know, whatever you want them to be, but <laughs> I swear one time when he came up and he was giving us some toilet paper out of his waxy truck, like it was, I don't know, April or May, you know, when things were like still pretty hot and uh, people were like staring at us like, <laughs> is he selling toilet paper? Like, like he was a drug dealer, like he got the goods. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I felt so dirty, like getting toilet paper. That's <laughs> like weird. hurry, get, let's get inside Garth before we get robbed. Hurry,
0: go inside, inside. <laughs>
1: You don't know how dangerous these people are.
0: got the cash. You got the stash.
1: I heard these people that are all right here in front of our house. They're, they're part of the, the gang ward.
0: The gang ward. They're coming. <laughs> the, they're part of the release Society presidency. They're looking for toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. They'll unleash the dogs on it. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's 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 get to some hockey talk. So in Utah, hockey uh, high school hockey playoffs started this last week. Like we said last weekend. And they've been rolling. Looks like they're already through uh, two rounds.
1: Yeah, it depends on if you got, you know, and if you were uh, a lower seed, you may have gotten two games already. Or if you're an awesome team, you only got one game. And then you're going to chill for a minute.
0: But it looks like. the
1: D1 bracket and the D1 club bracket.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we got Park City and Farmington still unbeaten. And they both faced off last year in the championship, so. Who knows, you know, loser of this game might go down to loser's bracket and work their way back, and we got a rematch. So big game coming up on, see. Uh, let's see, what day is that? The 19th? Is that Friday? Sure. Yeah, Friday. So big game on Friday for uh, Farmington Park City out at Steiner. Yeah, I don't yeah know. and
1: uh, you bring up a good point, too. I was going to, like, kind of reiterate that in case you didn't know. Yeah, the playoff hockey in Utah, two-loss elimination. So if you lose, you have a chance to make it all the way back out of that loser's bracket. To the championship game, but then you got to win
0: twice. Yeah, you got to do that double win. win ch- so Brighton yeah, lost. Take the ship home. Brighton lost, but I'm kind of pulling for them. You know, they've had a little bit of hardship. Hopefully, they can win again in the losers bracket and make their way back up to the championship, and you know, do that two two game win, two championship win. Let's get yeah, the old
1: Tony the Tiger jersey they got. Hopefully, know, so they can raise that. That trophy over their heads, you know, at the end of this. But uh, they did have a great start—an eight nothing. Was it eight one win over Bingham? I think it was eight nothing. I, eight nothing.
0: Okay, yeah, right. But so that that was a good looking game. But then they got shut out themselves. So with well, the shutout, then yeah. got shut out. But it was two so, nothing, you know. two nothing against Park City. That's a that's a good team. So they could they could definitely make their way back. And the Farmington game, oh. that would do a shootout against Harriman. So. Harriman also looks like a strong team. So, you know, a couple yeah, couple of lucky bounces, strong. and we could see some new teams in the championship this year. But a couple lucky bounces, it could be a repeat from last year. And then moving over to the independent bracket, um, Northern Utah and UCI, um, Utah County Independent, will face off on Saturday at the Steiner. And they are also both unbeaten and unscored on. You guys are holding
1: it down up there, yeah.
0: So yeah, maybe it'll be a That's... second. The winner gets a shut second shutout. So. And they,
1: yeah. So I mean, I guess yeah. They've only played one game, so who's gonna take the first chink in the armor? Yeah. Someone's got to get a goal scored on.
0: Them maybe, maybe it'll be NUI. They're the, a... they're the Cavaliers. They uh, their jerseys look like, uh, or their logo looks like the Vegas Golden Knights. So the chink in the armor. Maybe. Oh, the... <laughs> do they? Chink in the armor. <laughs> they should
1: get the big, the silver buckets. You know, like the silver knights. Maybe get like a half silver, half gold bucket.
0: <laughs> uh, they they rock gold. They go they go with the Golden Knights gold. So you know maybe they'll rock the gold. Oh,
1: they do use the gold too.
0: Yeah, I didn't even, I didn't know what their
1: color scheme was, but you know hey, good for them when you can uh, just kind of you know repurpose what the color scheme of another team at least uh, you can have a you know a decent color pattern without having to try and draw one up yourself. I remember my first high school jersey was like a hand drawn. Logo for the Grizzly, like we we're the Copper Hills Grizzlies, and I was like, Why didn't we just copy the Utah Grizzlies? And <laughs> we went this like hand drawn Grizzly from like the team, like de facto kind of captain because his parents were like the team parents, you know? And you're like, uh... Zach, dude, I know you think you're a great artist and all, but. <laughs> We look like the back of the cereal box. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Tony the Tiger drawing contest from the kids, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's what you guys looked like, like. Did I see this grizzly drawing in the mag- like the USA hockey
1: magazine? <laughs> but I think you entered in as an eleven year old. And you're seventeen, dude.
0: <laughs> dude, we should totally enter as like eight year olds and see if we can get some pictures in the magazine.
1: <laughs> dude, I feel like I would still get slaughtered, man. My <laughs> artwork is my artistry is. Awful, I'd have to go as like a three-year-old.
0: When I when I I used to draw, like, I'm not a good artist, but I would always draw goalies and stuff, and I would always want to send it in, but I never got around to sending it in. So, And back then it wasn't, you could email it in. So I'd have it, you know, in an envelope, but never lick and sticked it, you know, so.
1: We could have seen some greatness in there from the Van Komen. Yeah, but, himself,
0: Nick Van Komen. but you never know. Maybe I'll send it in next week for a uh, eight-year-old.
1: Dude, put Lex's name on it or something yeah. like that, you know, or Alice. Yeah.
0: Well, actually, Lexi's a pretty good artist. I'll just have her do one and send it in and see if she'll get in. Maybe we'll, have a, maybe we'll see. Who, maybe me and her will have a little contest to see whose drawing gets in first, and we'll send them every month. Ooh.
1: And if you, and if you put the competition on it, maybe you'd even throw some money down on it because I know your daughter likes to gamble. So <laughs> She does like you, know, you put a little bet on it, dude. She's going to go all out on that drawing.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm on it. I'm on it. You, if you tell her it's a school
1: project, she's not going to want to do it at all. You know? No.
0: She, she's. She but if you somewhere. say it's
1: for a bet with our buddies and my brother, you know, like she's going to be like, I'm on. It's on. Game on.
0: She actually has like paintings that she has done all over her walls. Like they're like really. Oh, really? She likes to do like uh, roller coasters. Like that's kind of like something she likes to do. But. Dude, yeah, that's, that's
1: pretty cool, actually. I didn't know that. Yeah, Lex. Did you ever play that roller coaster game back in the day for. Roller you coaster see? tycoon? I yeah, we no. just, like, make the whole music park.
0: No, I didn't. But Autumn, like, when we were first dating, like, she was an avid player of that. Like, she didn't play any video games for Roller Coaster Tycoon. What? She was in that. Like, I remember when she moved to, like, <laughs> when she moved to Logan, she bought a computer and Roller, Toaster, Roller Coaster Tycoon because you could only play it on a computer. So she bought it just for yeah. Roller Coaster Tycoon. <laughs>
1: i would never have guessed that That's yeah hilarious, autumn. Dude. Autumn, the roller coaster tycoon because it was just all yourself too right like it, you didn't play with other people yeah did you no. that your own world but, right
0: yeah and i think there's an app for it i i bet if i called her right now she'd be like yeah i got it I think I remember her playing it one day, and I was like, "Oh, is that Roller Coaster Tycoon?" She's like, "Yeah." Like you nerd, are you playing Roller Coaster Tycoon? She's like, updating her cotton candy store. (laughs) She's
1: like, "I got this new flavor dropping. Leave me alone.
0: Leave me alone." But yeah, so yeah, this is an episode of Sidetracks, but (laughs) that's what it is. So uh, Utah high school hockey playoffs are in full force.
1: <laughs> yeah, get some games, you know. Follow along utahhighschoolhockey.com. They got all the news, all the updates. You can see the little brackets.
0: Yeah, and it looks like they'll all be <laughs> done by next weekend. So the 26th is the last possible game for the D1, and the 27th is the last possible game for the independent. So before the end of the month, we'll, have, we'll know a high school hockey championship. Other than the D2. I, they ha- the D2 hasn't started yet. I believe. Aren't they letting. Uh, you can go. Like they're letting spectators. to high school hockey. Teams, right? I think. I are a limited amount. I think it's based on the rink. So. I, okay. I. It's Steiner. Mm, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You know, I guess
1: Salt Lake, so yeah, Salt, you know, you, Lake, Salt Lake County's been hit the hardest or had the most restrictions. So
0: yeah, Salt Lake. Going to Steiner, you might not get in, but if it's these games are at the Peaks, I'll, it looks like there's some of the Accord, but the ones at the Peaks, yeah, County Ice, yeah, that's that's a ton of deal. but the, hopefully the independent ends up at the Peaks Arena so people can go watch it because Peaks don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Don't give Provo's been going
1: strong. <laughs> yeah, man, it was like, they I, I feel like they took like two weeks off of men's league and they were just right back at it or it, something like that. Like, yeah, COVID's cool, but we're, we're going to keep playing.
0: Yeah, and the Battle for Rink, like, they're like right there in the middle. Like, they're, they're like, hey, let's limit it, but we're not going to like, they're not like Park City that like you got to carry around, making it their personal duty to save the planet.
1: Oh, dude, yeah, Summit County, man. That would be tough to trying to get any recreation, and it's funny because like that's like what they thrive off of is like recreation, yeah, in Park City. But now it's like, well, it's, we have such a high per capita rate of COVID because like, you just have so many out of staters coming in and out, man. Yeah, but keep them away; we'll be fine.
0: Yeah, I'm hoping by the end of the season that we'll be done with it before next year. So I'm crossing my fingers for that.
1: Yeah. That- That is the hope. I think we all can be hopeful for that. Hopefully the NHL is letting, you know, all teams or most teams are letting people in by the end of the season.
0: New York and Columbus announced this week they're going to be letting 10% fans in. So if New York's doing it, I mean, they've been, like, hit the hardest. So if New York's doing it, I think other people are going to follow suit.
1: Yeah, that's that's good to hear, actually, because, you know, New York for a little bit, Kind of reminded me of the Monty Python movie that we were talking about last week. like, bring out your dad. <laughs> bring out your dad. <laughs> Maybe a little like, insensitive, but like they had those freezer trucks rolling in, you know? And it was like, <laughs> bring out your COVID, you know? <laughs>
0: we're just tossing old people. That's, oh, never mind.
1: Again. Okay.
0: <laughs> Maybe we,
1: we can't put this on the episode, but
0: <laughs> we're going to have to cut this out. All right. <laughs> Alright. We need to get back on track. We talking juniors now? Yeah, let's just let's just go to juniors. So uh roll right into that. Looks like Mustangs ended up with a two for one, two wins, one loss this weekend in Colorado. It's yeah,
1: the- decent old degree, Colorado.
0: But they're still in first place, so you know they get two you know, two steps forward, one step back, but at least they're just still taking one step forward.
1: Yeah, so I think it's sitting at 27, 13, 1 and 2. Or maybe it's 28 with today's when I'm not sure. But yeah, they're in first place. And the Mountain Division seems like it's a pretty good division for this league, at least compared to the Pacific after they had the showcase last week and all those teams came and got slaughtered.
0: Yeah. So, so and then <laughs> the Outliers and Riverblades, they played each other and, you know, Outliers, they lost to the Riverblades. But the Riverblades, they've been still on a couple of their players. I've seen a couple of players jump ship over to Provo.
1: It seems like they're doing something out there. Yeah, they've been picking up. I feel like it's a new <laughs> guy or two guys every week. And they're like, welcome to the roster. Yeah. You know, so-and-so. And you're like, wow, okay. Didn't you guys just add? How many spots do you have out there? You know, it, but uh, they're it won like, I think they're on an eight-game win streak or something like that.
0: So they're and looking pretty good. You know, I'm really worried about these billet moms out there way they're crushing all these other teams.
1: <laughs> they got some good Billet Moms. It's like the that's, movie Young
0: Blood. That's why everyone's jumping from the outliers to the provos. They they hear the Billet Moms are to dive <laughs> they hear they hear the Billet Moms are grade A stay at home moms. Got lots of time on their hands. They got lots of time on their hands. Never
1: change you out of the yoga pants. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The, the, the only time they leave the house is go to Lululemon to get a new pair of yoga pants. Husband's out of town for you know five days a week. <laughs> <laughs> Those
1: billet moms out there, bravo! What is it? Is it the movie Young Blood with uh, uh, Rob Lowe? He moves into like a hockey house and he like sleeps with the, the housekeeper lady or something like that. And he's like bragging, They're like, "Oh yeah, we all have." It's like the <laughs> rite of passage. <laughs>
0: We gotta, we gotta find the scoop on these billet moms. We, maybe we should get to try and get a billet. Mom. Down. Let's try and get a billet mom on the show. <laughs> yeah, when we we'll go down and watch
1: a game, and then we'll like scout out why we're there. Like, so who, who do these guys all live with? You know, where's
0: the fam? Oh,
1: it's them. We maybe we'll be able to know. Like, we'll be able to like it'll pick be... out the billet mom section.
0: <laughs> well, it'll be like a <laughs> we'll have a show that's like The Bachelor, but it's called The Billets. the (laughs) billet the billet mom's picking her favorite young young hockey star dude i gotta imagine that's just such a chillax life like
1: being with a billet family and you're practicing i don't know like you know 9 a.m every day and you just go to you roll out to the rink and then if you're graduated high school too it's like you get done with practice and you come home and what eat take a nap maybe work out again and then do it all again you're like (laughs) <laughs> like minimal
0: responsibility she's got your ham and cheese just waiting for you at, at lunch you know you, cut the crust off do you want to off. cut into stars today or <laughs> just want the crust cut off <laughs> oh boy you really crushed that sandwich
1: <laughs> good job Stephen you need another one <laughs> <laughs> show you what else you can crush <laughs> I'm not talking the game Candy Crush either.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Those billets out there in Provo. But the Riverblades, though, they are killing it. I got money on Riverblades if I could bet on junior hockey in Utah, but I don't think that's a thing. If
1: they all, yeah, if they had a Utah internal tournament right now, yeah, I think Provo would be a favorite. And here's what I've been thinking, too. So I've been just kind of looking at, the uh, jerseys and stuff. Last, like every every week, I've just been kind of trying to like look at the color schemes and, and think on a neutral level who's got the best look. And I feel like the River Blades have great colors, like they chose like the teal and the dark blue. Kind of like have a that Seattle Kraken look yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that's
0: exactly what I was thinking.
1: The Outliers have cool colors, but they don't like they don't use them in a very good cool scheme, like. Yeah, like they just have like the when it says outliers across the jersey, I it's like I don't know. I just I think there's like leaving a lot on the table. But I would say Ogden I feel like has the best total package because I don't think the red and blue is not like the greatest combination. But they I feel like get really creative with how they like design their jerseys. They're like the name Ogden and like a tab across of it, and then they have the Mustang logo. I I, I think their jerseys look they go together they well. Do? The whole I feel type like the uniform.
0: I feel like they got a little globe trotter like feel to them. Every time I see a, a new Mustang jersey like scheme with the socks I'm like, dude, too much. Is it too much? Too much.
1: I think there was the the dark blue on blue on blue one. It's like it looks like it's all one piece. I think that one that one I didn't like, but I feel like the I have gray like the one socks I really with the stars
0: like. on it. Oh my god, yeah. I I was going to I thought you were going totally opposite way. I I think Ogden's jerseys are terrible, but <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I like the I think they do well with the
1: design, the way they like they put the I don't know the way they have Ogden and then the logo I don't know I just think they use the space I guess it's a little busy so if you're not like you know super into a lot of colors and, and stuff on there maybe it's not bad but I just feel like the outliers they don't use up like any space in their jersey like I don't they, they're just like this outliers it's <laughs> a blank black jersey with like the other colors down the sleeve they and ordered the, the patches
0: definitely... they ordered the patches before yeah. they got the jerseys so like they don't really fit the whole jersey like they're just like <laughs> I, yeah
1: and the riverblades have everything I think it's all really cool except for the logo I don't like I don't the, think the logo
0: the good. outliers ordered their blank. jerseys the outliers ordered their jerseys on Amazon <laughs> you think it's gonna be really sick and then you get it and it's tiny and it doesn't even work this is not the font i ordered (laughs) (laughs) it looked a lot better in the picture
1: i know i will say that when they have like i think it's the white one they have the giant O. like that's not a bad look
0: yeah i think just stick with the the O. I think the river blades it's cool colors i don't know what a river blade is but yeah
1: that's a good point i mean i guess are they going for provo river and Blades. Blade blades blades stick blades blades
0: just sounds cool no matter what like blades,
1: <laughs> blades. i actually like the old look of the utah outliers when they were the moose i thought they had a pretty good cause they did like the black and green almost like the utah like the grizzlies black and green but like it was a, like a different shade of green like a forest green and i thought it was a pretty cool color scheme actually. Well, and they were
0: the moose like what 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 the heck is an outlier I know. Like I don't, I don't
1: know what the was this is a math equation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, like yeah, a variable we're trying to get rid of here. The salt lake common denominators. <laughs> <laughs> the common denominators. <laughs> so I will the say salt lake the, long division. I will say the Mustangs have the best name, but <laughs> like just stick to an animal.
1: Yeah. I yeah, and I I think I know what the Utah Liars. So, I was a Park City moose. Maybe they wanted to dodge, get rid of the Park City because they were, or the moose because we're like, they're not Park City anymore. I don't know. But I, I thought it was a pretty good setup they had before. they. I don't know what led to the outliers change.
0: Some math petition. Anyways, I'm
1: digressing. <laughs> I just felt like talking about the uniforms. I've been
0: Spe- speaking of like names, like we're the DC Wind. Let's just, I'll just talk youth hockey now. But uh, the DC Wind, I'm not the biggest fan of the name, Wind. Just sounds like you're gonna get blown over by anybody. Like, just we huffed and we puffed and we won our game today. We're the DC wind. Yeah, beware the wind. It's chilly today. But hey, it's our team, Dove. Don't talk shit on our team. But you got the stellar,
1: stellar chick line. Three girls. Coming out hot.
0: How did you guys do this weekend? Um, we did pretty well. Like we played our first game in at the oval, and we played a a more under skilled team. So, but it was good. We we scored a lot of goals to not a lot of goals. And like after it was six nothing, we were like, "Hey kids, let's pass. We don't need to score more goals." Like we do not like it. We got blown yeah. out last weekend. It was not fun. So let's you know let's play some team hockey and do those kids. They all have like bets with their parents on the outside. So they're like, well, can I just get a hat trick? Cause I want to, I want some money from my dad. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no, yeah, buy me the new video game. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, let's work on passing. Let's work on passing. And then sure enough, kid gets the puck, goes straight to the net and scores. I'm like, dude, that's exactly what I told you not to do.
1: Going for gold. That's what's hard about that age, you know, cause they, like every kid just wants to make their dad happy, their mom happy. So you could like coach them all up, and like this is why we're doing what we do. But then their parents like, "Hey, go do this, and then I'll give you five bucks." Like, <laughs> it, it just completely forgets the whole game plan.
0: You're like, "Hey, will you stay back? Stay back." Hey, Johnny, go up and score a goal. And I'll give you twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's Sorry, all, I'm coach. Doing, right? Sorry, know, coach. Dad
1: over there said twenty pass. bucks. I gotta go. Sorry. Yeah, the whole team thing it sounded pretty cool. Sounds like a good idea, but uh, twenty bucks sounds even better.
0: But so, I will say though, goal goal wise, so it was the end of the game and we have, um, um, Mojo. She uh, she hadn't got a goal yet, so like we're all wanting to get a goal all game. Oh yeah. And so, at the last five minutes, I was like, "Hey, forwards, we're going in pairs of twos. Mo's playing the entire game." She's like, there's five minutes left. And I said, yep, you're playing the entire game. You're getting a goal, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. and it was like two shifts in. She got her first goal, and that was awesome. So, I mean, yeah, Aww. we won by a lot. But I'm glad she got her first goal. But she didn't stop there. She, she didn't score all season. She scores in this game that we're up by a ton. And it's 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 good to score, you know. But then our next game, we mm-hmm. played Provo. We played Provo, which we played last week. And we lost 8 nothing to yeah. And she scored in that game. Really? So she got her first she goal the ball rolling, and her huh? second goal in one day. So she got that monkey off her back. For the right day, man. Yeah, it was just her day. So you know that was a that was a real. Uh, I guess it was a character building day for us. Like we're going, we're going to Salmon this next weekend. So we really want to build off this weekend to go to Salmon and you know go to the tournament and win. So we were really working on passing and stuff, and you know working more as a team. So. It was a lot of building up and doing right things, and I think we—I mean, we went from losing to Provo last week, eight nothing, and then this week we lost—we still lost, but we lost them five to two. So, an eight goal difference yeah, to a three goal difference is a lot of change.
1: It's a lot easier to swallow. That's a good uh, couple games to go into a tournament with, and you know, getting a big W to kind of get the morale up, and then
0: yeah, it was you know it.
1: getting a close game against a team that you know completely slaughtered you.
0: And we, with our second game, we had a kid play goalie that had never played goalie before. So really? Yeah. So he did pretty good for his part. first time. Yeah. Yeah. And our, and our other goalie Sam in Idaho. Yeah. We're going to Sam in Idaho, but then our other goalie, yeah. he, he doesn't like playing out. And so like, I was like, Hey dude, you just got to get out there. It, it's fine. You don't got to skate, you know, like you can just skate around warm ups. You can just sit on the bench by me. Like, but you got to be out there. You're part of the team, you know, kind of thing. Right. He, he was not having a good day, and I, I knew he just wanted to play goalie. And I feel bad for goalies, cause I played goalie, so you know, I, I want to yeah. play goalie. You know, so I got him on the bench, and and then in the third period, he just chilled there. First period, second period, and he would jump on the ice when like we all like talk, you know, as a team. And then in the third period, he like nudged me, he's like, "I want to go," and I was like, "You want to like you want to get in the game?" And he's like, "Yeah," and I was like all right, I got him back into the li- route, the lineup. And, dude, he made this solid pass and almost got an assist. First shift of the game. So, dude, And then he was just rolling, and it was great. And after the game, he was like, oh, I really had fun, you know. And he's like, I think I might skate out some more. And I was like, nice.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I thought you just got to get the kid to believe himself a little bit.
0: Yeah, you know, you got to get it. So that's why it was a lot of character building this weekend. A lot of good things happened. I mean, now – Everyone's got a goal on the team. Well, except for our this this kid. I mean, he played goalie most of the games. He's only skated out like once or twice, so he doesn't have a goal. But it's all right. He almost got an assist. So yeah, There's I was. A lot of... I was. Yeah, we're going to Salmon, Idaho. So if you do come home this weekend, I'm sorry, I won't be here to pick you up. So I mean, if it's Monday, then I'll pick up. Oh, yeah,
1: because you'll be in Idaho. Yeah, I didn't even Darn think it. about that. We're gonna what be. What am in... I gonna do? And my cup talk chariot won't be awaiting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'll send i'll send a limo driver <laughs> send the car yeah send, send, the, send the car but yeah so that was the youth hockey for the week uh men's league um we had a game on friday we played just the team we always play and autumn usually she's came to one game because you know we got the kids and with covid they don't like a lot of players but they kind of relax so she came to one game we got a babysitter and then I was like, you going to come to my game? She's like, yeah, I kind of want to. And the kids were there. And so we got the kids to come, which Lexi didn't want to come. She just, she's like, no, I don't want to go. And I'm like, why? Come on. You know, I was coming to your games. And so we got her. She was not happy. I went in to get dressed and Autumn kind of got the kids in by herself because, you know, got fussy kids. And uh, I was like, All right. I was getting ready. I was playing. And, you know, I was talking to my buddy and he's like, Oh, you got the whole family here, and I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, We well, better get a shutout tonight." And I was like, "Well, I'm not gonna get a shutout now since you said that. I'll probably get scored on the first shot, sure enough, dude chips it over <laughs> our defenseman. We were state try hard, you know. Still got his purple bucket, purple gloves. Oh yeah, his uh, we were state pants. wear the pant too. Yeah, everything. Oh yeah, you know, chips it gotta up let over everybody now. And I, I like poke checked, warily laying out. I'm like at the hash marks, and he just walks around me and puts it in. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> 10 seconds into the game, I was like, no way. This is your fault. <laughs> and so I, <laughs> I I, was like, all right. And like I said, it was a character building weekend. I said, man, Lexi came to my game. It was the first game she's been to. You know, I'm her coach. So I was like, I can't lose. <laughs> I can't go to the locker room right. tomorrow and be like, got a rally. Be like, yeah, my dad lost his game last night. He sucks.
1: <laughs> well, so, let's go win. So, to, you know, to make him feel better.
0: So I uh I pulled out some good stops I felt like. I felt like I uh, played pretty good and we won nine to four, nine to five. And the oh, we- wow. and the Weber State tryhard was cherry picking like most of the game. I, I just wanna go to side note, if you're playing men's league and you're still wearing your Weber State helmet, gloves, pants, even socks, like we know you got another pair of socks. We know you got a black helmet, and we know those are pant covers you can take off. I get it, the gloves might dude, be nice, the but they covered, look, man. but they, dude, you're out of college. Glory days are over. No one cares, <laughs> yeah, I just want to get that out of there. Purple and white gloves, man. <laughs> yeah, like purple gloves may be next, like white gloves are terrible. Purple gloves are next.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then you put purple and white together and you're like, wow, <laughs> it it looked cool when, yeah, when yeah. I first saw if that we were playing did that, you know, all the all the team together. Like, I was like, well, I mean, it's cool. It's all matching, right? But yeah, when you get them, you know, one of the fish out of water there and they just got the random purple everything on. Which, they, got, they got the this, dirty like, green, blue and jersey. green jersey or whatever. <laughs> it was yeah. a
0: green jersey. It was an ugly green jersey, but everything else, nice, crisp purple. But nice dude, nobody cares. You're try hard, you know, you're out of college. <laughs> You're you're just another bum like the rest of us now playing men's league. But I guess to their uh benefit I think they have to pay like, you
1: know, two or three grand or something like that to play on the Weaver States club team, you know, or it was like twenty two hundred time I asked somebody. So they do pay for all that gear. That's what I was saying. I, was like, I mean the <laughs> gloves might be nice,
0: but dude, yeah, they, got, a, they got another pair of socks. We know, dude, who doesn't have like sixteen pairs of different hockey socks in their bag? And there's no reason to wear pant covers in men's league. No, like unless your whole team's wearing the
1: same pant covers, which then we got another issue, man. If you're buying pant covers as a men's <laughs> team, there is a men's team actually in my league that does that, dude. Like every two years, they switch their whole color scheme, and they uh, it's like super colorful, and they wear like look at like red pant covers. But see that and the oh and the the dude that runs the team is a total Charizard white glove. Dude. He wears <laughs> he wears the metallic happy oh, dude, no. like the full like green and purple one. And I'm pretty sure he war- he rocks white or red gloves. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> and the worst part is he's like the guy that's always hacking, and then as soon as you touch him, he pulls a LeBron James flop and like, ah, oh, my knee or something. And you're like,
0: Get up, dude. Shut up. <laughs> of course. <laughs> in our in our second game, one of our kid bumped one of their dude and he totally flopped and the kids like kind of were laughing about it. And I, I turned to the kids and I said, Have you guys ever do that? you guys are sitting. No, don't ever flop on, like yeah, that. No one no one's flopping on my dude, team like that.
1: It's like an issue that we got in like worldwide now the flopping man. It's just bleeding and everything. I actually saw this was kind of funny at random story that uh LeBron James like the NBA actually had to come out and say that they were going to fine him if he did if he flopped again. Like <laughs> he flopped so hard that other night. They were like, "We'll fine you if you do that again." <laughs> oh my gosh. So was, the flop. Oh my gosh. Dude. When you're six foot nine and you're, like, 250 and just a meathead beast, you know, there's no reason why some guy should brush by you and you fall over. Yeah. You're know, like a feather.
0: <laughs> but, uh, so, I keep on jumping around. But in our first game, um, this kid was on a breakaway, and one of our girls, she's a pretty fast skater. She's probably the fastest on the team. But she, like, caught up to him and kind of was, like, trying to push him away, like, direct him into, you know, away from the net. And he fell – and he kinda she kinda had his her stick like in her body leaned towards him, so she fell too. And they went into the boards together. And I mean he hit the boards and she kinda ran in behind him. And I guess his her his skate like got him somewhere or whatever. Like he wasn't cut. It just hurt him probably. And so I even talked to his coach after like he like kinda laid there for a little bit and he got up. And I even asked the coach, "Is he good?" And he's like, "Yeah, I think her skate just kind of hit him, or his her knee, or something in his back." And I was like, "Okay, hopefully he's good." I get a tap on the shoulder. I, you know the oval, how like it's set up, how like you know the fans yeah. have to walk behind the benches basically to get to the, the stands. I'm standing on the bench. It's almost the end of the game. I feel his tap on my shoulder, and I turn around, and it's the mom of the kid, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, she's like, really." That was terrible. What that girl did to my son—that was terrible. She shouldn't have done that. She shoulda be out of this game. She should be. you know, was like, that was dirty. And I was like, hey, lady, I'm so sorry. I'm, uh, you know, is he okay? I'm hope he's okay. Like, you like, hear yourself. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, she shouldn't have done it. Like, whatever. She's in the box, and she's like, I said, but you cannot be on this bench. Like, you can't just yeah. walk onto our bench and start yelling at a coach.
1: And so you she, can't take it, yeah, to that level as a parent, man. You're everybody's there having fun, dude. Like, don't make it about you and your kid, okay? Yeah. There's a collision on the ice. Get over it.
0: And then so she gets off, and then I feel another tap, like ten seconds later, and she's back. That girl is so dirty. She should re- be reprimanded. <laughs> and I was like, "Lady, I heard you. I'll take you care doing? of it." You gotta get off the bench.
1: <laughs> like, trust me, I don't tell her to go lay kids out. Okay?
0: Yeah.
1: She's just out there playing hard. And see dude, I and I'm still you know, maybe I'm I don't know if it's chauvinistic, but if I was a dad and my son was that kid, I'd be like, dude, you got ran by a girl. <laughs> I don't wanna see that again, man. Like, get up, dude. Yeah, don't you if you if you cry or show any weakness, I swear, dude, I'm pulling you out of this game right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> are you hurt Is that girl's running you man are you hurt <laughs> it kind of hurts are you Granted. okay yeah well then get up
1: <laughs> and you can go you can keep going there's nothing yeah, worse I, than and, like, and, what, and I, will say, I will say that there was a few girls in high school I played and they were like pretty beefy and I got I got laid out by one of them one time it was like <laughs> One of those plays where I passed and I was like turning at a weird angle and she hit me and I just I went to the ground and I was like, yeah man, I don't want to skate back to the bench now. <laughs> oh. But you know these girls are tough, man. You you gotta you gotta respect them. But I'm and I don't want to take anything from. Them, but man, when you're like my kid got ran by the girl, I'm like, dude, yeah, it happens, man. But get up.
0: <laughs> so it's funny story. So when when Benny was playing high school, we he was playing out at a game in Provo. Benny just he was a wrecking ball out there, <clears throat> and so he like like just hit this player so hard. Like I don't think he really like saw her. I think she came up and like tried to like body him, and he just like boom like knocked her clean on her butt. It was a girl, and oh we we Cody, I think it was Cody who was there with us, and he's like Benny, she's a girl. You know, <laughs> and then the, the, there's this lady sitting next to us and she's like, that's my daughter. <laughs> I was like, sorry, that a was very, great I said, player. I said, sorry, that's my brother. He shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I'll let him know.
1: <laughs> Funny story. I was also that guy one time, too. It was like at the end of a game, maybe not the end. I feel like it was close to the end, but like the puck had like gone by me and I turned around. And as I turned around, I was still kind of like, look, I wasn't really looking all the way up, you know, I was kind of looking down and up at the same time and trying to follow the puck. And yeah, I, the, this girl picked it up and she's kind of like standing flat footed, you know, and I'm like turning around and I didn't even realize who it was. And I just like put my shoulder right into her and I just feel myself like almost fall forward. Cause I'm like, that was a, that was a lot lighter than I was expecting. You know, I was expecting <laughs> to hit a bit of like a bit of a wall, you know, some resistance and I'm like falling forward to the ground. I'm like, and I looked down. I'm like, oh, that's the girl. That's now, the now I'm that guy that just like <laughs> went like, you know, full force into the girl, and I, I just were like, I'm sorry, like, <laughs> you know, uh, I think she took it like a champ, but dude, you gotta. Yeah. It's it, it's it's kind of a it's a lose lose. Like you don't want to get ran by the girl, but you also can't be the you don't want to be the guy that wrecked the girl.
0: Yeah, well, I'm training my girls to be the toughest, you know players on the team. So we're going to rock some dudes.
1: (laughs) Your, your girls probably will be the ones that run the guys. Yeah. Yeah. You you just have to get over it. You just swallow the pride. Like, yep. It hurts
0: the pride, man. But, uh, (laughs) it happened today. (laughs) Yeah. Did you see the Grizzlies were in action this weekend? Did you catch any of those games? Yeah. had a good, had a good Valentine's day. Yeah. They had a good, yeah, it it was a little rough, you know, Friday, Saturday, a little, a pair of close losses, one overtime. One open net. I mean, they were down by one open net, lost the game, but uh, they get three out of six points in the weekend. You know, stay five hundred. They still in sixth place.
1: Yeah, they've been sitting six all season long, so they stay there. And yeah, they picked up a point in that OT loss on Friday. Gave up two on yeah yesterday with the four two loss, but it was it was the final goal was an empty netter, right? So really, it was like two one goal games. And then they came out and won, was it six to one today? Yeah, the they game, got
0: a, a win. Yeah, they gave him a face wash tonight, or today, I guess this afternoon. So six yeah, one. So it's, it's still a good weekend. We'll take it. Hey, it's it's kinda like the last goal wins. You know, like you don't care if you've been scored on a hundred times and like drop ins you're like, All right, last goal wins.
1: <laughs> Next boy wins. Yeah. Yep. And then the one guy that, that hasn't tried all drop ins, like going out there hard.
0: <laughs> Slap shots from the red line. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like field goal slap shots, Yeah, you know, face level. And you're like, He's going to get it. Get him a soccer net.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Yuri Terrio, they activated him to the roster. Good to see the Japan native.
1: It is cool to see Japanese player back in the lineup. And then we got, what, next weekend, right? Three yeah. more home games? Yeah, back at home. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 19 twenty one. So you guys know the drill. Get your Grizzly tickets. Um, Eighteen hundred limit fan cap, you know, on that UtahGrizzlies or call their phone number 801-988-8000. Or you know, you can head over to Mixler and listen up. And uh, we we still talk slow hockey TV every every week. You know, we, we're not we still, haven't purchased it, but
0: uh, still pondering over that a subscription. You know, I just can't quite pull the trigger on it. Just
1: another other subscription that you're paying for. But Tyson Whiting, he's pretty entertaining. On he's good on those uh, free broadcast audio broadcasts.
0: Yeah, they're, they're good. They're that's, I listen. That's site. what I listened to this weekend. We were busy with hockey, and I had games and stuff. So I listened on the Mixler. Makes it convenient. Yeah, it's a, it's a good little site. Do they got an app too? I think they got an
1: app, right? Yeah, that's the
0: way I listened to it was on the app. So yeah, just just Mixler, and then you uh, just search Utah Grizzlies, and you pull it up, and you can listen to the games on there. You can follow them and stuff. So we're talking a lot of women's hockey, but uh, University of Women's Hockey—they're coming back next season
1: they are and that coach Braden you just got hired or yeah. well sorry just stepped up from the assistant coach yeah
0: you she's know, our she inter- she's our interview today so really good yeah, interview she's
1: a pretty, had a pretty promising or a successful hockey career she's definitely listening she has a lot of great insights and uh, she really seems motivated as a young 24 year old coach to take this Utah you know this young Utah women's hockey team to the next level
0: alright should we send it over to the interview
1: Let's do it. All right. Well, everybody, let's uh, send a warm welcome to uh, University of Utah women's hockey coach, Braden Yo. She grew up in the uh, Pittsburgh, Minnesota area. I believe you bounced around a little bit. We'll, we'll get into it. Your dad is an assistant coach with the Philadelphia Flyers and has been a head coach in the NHL. And you played four years of college hockey for Colorado College after playing high school in Minnesota. Yeah, how are you doing?
2: I'm doing good. Thanks so much for having me.
0: It's good to have you. So let's just jump in it. How'd you get to Utah?
2: Um, My boyfriend actually got a job at the university um, in a genetics lab there, and I was fresh out of college and didn't really have any plans. Um, And like Mason said, kind of grew up bouncing around, so was totally open to moving and experiencing a new city and so yeah it was a pretty easy decision for me to to come out here and i love it so far so
0: yeah so you just used to what? bouncing around so utah was just another bounce
2: <laughs> yeah exactly you like it, you like it so <laughs> far
0: cool.
2: i love it i think it's like such a unique city um being you know like so close to the mountains and such amazing outdoors, but then also like in a very big school feel, big city feel, which is really cool. And then also it's just a really unique opportunity to help grow the sport of hockey here, which I love.
1: Yeah. You guys, you guys are kind of blazing the trail in women's college hockey in Utah. (laughs) Very cool to see. Uh, So what, what state do you consider yourself a native of then since You are bounced. You have bounced around quite a bit.
2: I always say that I'm from Minnesota just because I feel like even though I didn't really get there until ninth grade, it just really like fit. I mean, it was the state of poverty and my parents are Canadian. So I spent a lot of time in Canada growing up and it just like really felt like my home when I got there. Um, so yeah, I, it's definitely my favorite state I've lived in. And we've kind of kept our home base there in Minnesota, my family and I. So um, I'd say that's where, you know, I consider my hometown for sure.
1: Cool. Very cool. So then tough question with that. Do you, who do you root for, Team U.S. or Team Canada in the Olympics and nationals? <laughs>
2: I've always gone for Team Canada. Aww. I know. I don't know why.
1: Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong answer. <laughs> I know.
2: <laughs> because, well, I don't know. I love Sidney Crosby. Like, Me too. I grew up watching him and, like, just idolizing him. And so, like, he's a huge part of it. And he was also just, like, I mean, when I was, with the penguin, when my dad was with the penguins, he was kind of like at his peak. And I shouldn't say that because he's yeah. still peaking, but like, um, I don't know it was just like such a magical thing to be a part of. And then considering like my whole family was from Canada and I was in the U.S., it just like kind of felt like an underdog thing to, like, Rupert Canada, even though we usually won. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Right. You just just got Mason... That makes sense. You just got Mason jumping (laughs) on the Canadian bandwagon with that Cindy Crosby story. (laughs) Yeah. I I am a huge
1: Crosby fan, actually, and a Penguins fan. That's kind of who I landed on when I decided to play or switched into ice hockey from Roller. And uh, I'm not going to lie, I was watching that 2010 game, and I was so torn because, you know, I'm like, Team U.S., but Crosby got the game winning goal, so I'm happy for him, but it was a hard emotional time for me. <laughs> oh, man. That that's that's a cool story. I can appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And, uh so yeah, what we got, Nick?
0: Well I was gonna say since we're on that two thousand ten, how's how's it feel knowing that your family name is etched on that Stanley Cup?
2: It feels pretty good. I mean, it's pretty special. Um, not a lot of people can say that and it was like again such a magical year and um the whole the whole like every single step of the way that year was so cool you could just like feel that there was a different energy almost um and yeah like being a part of the parade and then like the Stanley Cup party that we had with my whole family and like great friends up in Canada it's just like some of the craziest memories i have and probably will ever have um I mean for my whole family so yeah it feels very special I feel super fortunate um and I'm definitely super proud of my dad so yeah that's
1: that's really cool that picture I saw of you you guys as a family with the cup is that your dad hoisting it
2: yeah Uh, that was the parade I think yeah
1: (laughs) how old were you in that picture
2: I think so that was um 2019 or 2009, and now it's 2021. Oh gosh, I would have been, I think, 12. Okay, so yeah, and that, so just a very impressionable age. Um, didn't drink vodka out of the cup or beer <laughs> but I did drink right out of the cup, which is like, illegal. Yeah, yeah,
0: next time you're next not time, winking. <laughs>
1: So that that puts you about what, twenty five? Twenty four. You that's that seems so young for a head coach. Not saying that's bad or that you won't be successful, but it is twenty four and a head coach.
2: (laughs) Um to be honest, I like really have only coached I spent one year as assistant last year. Um, and then our head coach decided to step down and, um, I don't know. I, I honestly wasn't really anticipating taking a head coaching position. I just, I'm in school and felt like I kind of had other priorities, but, um, a lot of the girls like approached me and said that they'd love to have me as a head coach. And that kind of got me thinking. And then, um, I just kind of started going through the process like interviewing and stuff like that with the organization and it ended up that they wanted me as head coach. And I was like, I'll write on, let's do this. Why not?
0: Here we go. It's in the blood.
2: (laughs) I do have like a pretty great source of advice.
0: So um, (laughs) Yeah, I'd say, I'd say. (laughs) So, so what was hockey like this year with the team? I mean, did you guys get to do anything at all or we,
2: um, so we were able to do some dry land um, basically preseason, and then um, early in the fall, the university basically released uh, a statement saying that club sports were not allowed to convene as a team or have any practices. Um, so that kind of prevented us from continuing with dry land and also practice. And then on top of that, um, the university has a travel ban right now for club sports through March. So we have been basically, yeah, we've been not really doing any practices, um, any ice time. I have skated with the girls at um, some outdoor pond hockey and stuff like that, just to kind of keep us together as much as we can. Um, And we've definitely been doing like Zoom calls and, catch-up sessions, but, yeah, it's been really, I'd say, a non-existent season right now.
0: (laughs) So, you're excited for next season is what you're saying.
2: Yeah, we basically, at this point, um, are putting all of our energy now towards, like, recruiting and preparing for next season because we just don't really see a chance of us playing this season.
1: Yeah, and that... That makes sense, and that that's good that you're focusing on it. That does lead me into a, a question I did have: like, how has, um, you know, the recruiting process and just keeping that core team together been through this, you know, remote year and you know, Zoom calls and everything? Have you guys been able to stay mostly intact and keep that roster healthy?
2: As much as we can, it's hard because um, a lot of girls chose to like head home. Um, to their families. And a lot of them are out of state. So um, we kind of our team, a lot of them are pretty scattered right now. Um, we have a couple in state that I have done my best to to keep in touch with. And like I said, hitting the pond hockey and stuff like that. Um, and a lot of them live together, which is really nice. I oh, yeah. know that they're all really close. So I don't have to worry about you know, them losing touch or anything like that. But it definitely is like a challenging first season for sure. Um, We had um, our starting goalie because of COVID decided to go home and now she is going to graduate early and so won't be coming back next year. So that's like a really tough loss um, because she was a phenomenal goalie, but um i feel like everyone is going through their own challenges right now and our team is as well but we're just trying to keep our head up and um yeah stay in touch and stuff like that
0: so uh what's your scouting report on katie plier
2: <laughs> katie plier i believe is still in town um I could be wrong though why are you
0: I just know I know Katie Plyer pretty well so
2: okay cool yeah um yeah Katie's awesome I'm like super excited to have her on the team
0: yeah she's a good she's a good one her family's a good family yeah heard
1: so. good things and in the uh Women's team here at Utah. You guys compete. It's in the ACHA, right? The the club hockey or the American Collegiate Hockey Association, which most club teams play in. Yeah. Okay. And and
2: we're guys... also part of the like Western Collegiate Hockey League um, now. So with CU Boulder and you know UCS and all those Colorado, ASU, GCU, all oh, those. Okay. Yeah. So that's
1: that's cool. That's some pretty good, you know, pretty good pool of teams to, to be in. I don't know if ASU's women's is, if they're as good as the men, because ASU has been crazy in the, the club level for the men's teams and now D1. Yeah. Good yeah.
2: Yeah. ASU was, I think we beat them once last year. Few um, Boulder is definitely like the biggest um, kind of giant in our league right now. They have, they went to nationals last year, but they're just a really, really, skilled team and super deep whereas last year we didn't really have a lot of numbers so um i'm definitely excited to take them on next season hopefully things work out but
1: (laughs) yeah definitely go utah i know everybody's trying to (laughs) right go utah it's funny i know in football and basketball everybody's trying to build up this uh rivalry between utah and cu you know colorado Mm -hmm. as far as like pac 12 goes and battle the rockies and i think it's gotten competitive but you know it's not like utah versus BYU. right
2: right totally it's definitely weird on the women's side because we don't have another utah school to play against so far but um and so like i feel like we are kind of reaching towards like colorado for our rivalry but i have heard whispers that um utah state is Putting together a women's team, so that could be really exciting. Could create a little more yeah.
0: tension in Utah. A little Utah more, for a little sure. more uh, heated rival, right there. You know, a couple of hours yeah. away.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: So, uh, what's your take on the women's professional? Like, what's going on in the women's professionals?
2: Um, I'll be honest. I know that stuff's going on. I haven't followed it super closely. Um, I I honestly, growing up as a female hockey player, um, I was, like, desperate to have what we have now in the Women's Professional Hockey League. Um, it's hard, like, playing a sport and devoting so much of your time to a sport when you don't really have a future there. Um, and so I think that the Women's National Hockey League is such um, – such an amazing thing that started but i do think that there's like so much further it needs to go um and you know they're striking right or something like that
0: so or there's, like there's some- the 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 PWHPA. that's the they're the they're kind of the strikers <laughs> but they're playing at the end of this month in madison at madison square garden so that will okay. be cool to watch that but uh, yeah. I, I also have a daughter that's that's uh plays hockey. She's nine right now. But I asked her the other day, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? You know, and, you know, she always said a hockey player. But she's kind of, like, switched that to she wants to be a coach in the NHL. Because she can be a coach in the NHL, but she can't play in the NHL. So, because she wants to, you know, win the Stanley Cup. Like, you know, that's your goal in life, you know, to get that, your name on that cup. So... I think it's cool to see, you know, and talk to another women's coach. And, I mean, is that your goal, to get up to the higher levels?
2: It's so funny because when I was a kid, I used to say, I would say I want to be the first girl in the NHL. Obviously, that didn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I do think, like, there is still that dream of, um, wanting to be in hockey the rest of my life, wanting to be involved in it. Um, and whether that is coaching, that would be crazy cool. Um, like I said, my dad is like a huge inspiration and idol for me. And, um, I love coaching right now. I think that I would continue to love it in the future. Um, it would take a lot of work to get there, but that would be
1: totally a dream absolutely yeah for sure. yeah I guess it wouldn't be that that or you know there'd be some familiarity with Aiham huh? because you've been a part of the NHL coaching <laughs> a little bit you know as a family member
2: <laughs> I it would be I don't know I don't know if there'd ever be familiarity with that I mean it's so cool but I do think like I guess in terms of your daughter it's I was watching the Super Bowl on Sunday, I'm sure most people were, but you know, first female ref um reffing in the Super Bowl and we've got female coaches in the NFL now and I feel like um hockey's right behind in that sense. Um I feel like, you know, Women generally maybe can't compete in the NHL physically, but definitely mentally and in terms of hockey sense. And I feel like that's bound to happen eventually where we get some female coaches. Um, Actually funny story. My dad told me that he interviewed, I don't know. I probably can't say for which team, um, but a few years ago, he interviewed for a team um, in the NHL for the head coaching position And one of the questions they asked him was, would you hire a woman as an assistant coach? And I guess he told them like, well, my daughter's a coach. So (laughs) I I can't say no to this one.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. And I I also talking to my daughter, she asked a lot of these questions, you know, she's nine, she watches a lot of hockey and you know, there's no girls she sees. So she like asked if girls could, you know, ref in the NHL and stuff. And I said, I wouldn't be surprised be before the end of the season if we see a girl ref in the NHL this year. So, I think I think you know, like you said, they're right behind the NFL on getting refs in there. But there is some coaches and stuff already in the NHL. So I think that's only going to grow. So totally, I think you know, I think yeah. the doors wide open for you if you look at it that way.
2: Yeah, totally agree.
0: I mean, I hope we're talking, you know, in a couple months that, you know, you've taken Utah all the way to the – what is the championship? Or do you guys have a championship at the end of the season for the that league?
2: Yeah. So it's kind of like – it's more of a tournament um, at the end of the season, but it's based on a ranking. So it is basically playoffs. Um, and then the winner does go to nationals, ACHA nationals. Um, last year it was in Florida. Um so pretty cool and like definitely achievable last year we made it to the playoffs with um, I mentioned we had a really short bench last year we had like 15 girls on the roster so um, we definitely because we were able to do it last year I know that we can do it with a full roster So <laughs> achievable yeah. and like definitely would be amazing to, to go to nationals and play against um some really competitive teams for sure
0: i mean even, we'll, we'll
1: book our ticket to yeah. be there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll go we'll, we'll start a training squad or something we'll, we'll get on the bus <laughs> yeah we'll bring lex along his daughter you know and, and shadow.
2: <laughs> you can be an equipment
1: manager
0: behind we'll, we'll right. the
1: scenes you know interviews or something <laughs>
0: Hire me. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. That I'm hoping that that's what you guys do at the end of season, bring home that championship. You coached with Morgan last year. She was the head coach, right? And yeah, uh, Eddie, yeah. yeah. So is this the second year of this program or the third? I guess third technically. Or technically,
2: so this technically would be second. Um, like I said, we don't really have a season, so um, technically second, but. I feel like next year will be our, truly our second season. Um,
0: For for being such a young like group and like such a young team and organization, do you feel like just in that short amount of time that it's grown?
2: Oh, totally. I mean, the amount of like recruiting, um, just people who are prospective players who are interested in playing for us, who probably hadn't even heard that we existed. Um, prior to last year is pretty crazy. Um, We have a lot of girls who are really interested. Um, Our tryouts are going to be pretty competitive and our returners are all such a solid group that I think that we're like really just going nowhere but up at this point, which is super exciting.
0: Is the amount of teams in the league growing also?
2: Um. Well, definitely with us, they grew. I don't know if we added any teams this year. Like I said, maybe Utah State um, in the next couple of years, but I am not sure about any teams in Colorado or Arizona, but um, I'm happy with the size right now. I don't I don't need any more teams to, to beat. <laughs>
0: right. Yeah, well, I, I coach my daughter's team and <laughs> – we have four girls on our team, and then in the in the whole age group, I think there's seven of them. So, I mean, like a quarter of our team is almost girls, and our actually our top line is three girls, and they're always we always put them out, start the game usually against the top boys on the other team. So our top three players are three girls. So I loved seeing like girls hockey just explode. That's awesome.
2: Um, what team is it?
0: So we play for the DC wind in uh bountiful.
2: Okay. So,
0: out South cool. Davis rec center We've skated out there.
2: <laughs> well, now she also has a, a college team to look up to in the yeah. state. So.
0: And she, she um, loves skating with Katie and stuff. Like I've said, we're pretty good friends. So she's got a lot of good uh, mentors that kind of look up to and, show her the ropes and she loves it and she just wants to be at the top of everything. So I love, I love seeing girls hockey just explode. I think it's awesome.
2: Yeah. My, some of my like favorite memories, um, from last year were games where we had some youth programs come out, um, to, you know, like skate the flag around and, um, kind of like wave the girls onto the ice you know puck buddy type of thing and these young girls were just like starstruck by my team and it was just like so cool to see and it they they looked like they were surrounded by like Sydney Crosby's and Evgeny Malkin's it was really adorable and just like really awesome to see
0: it is awesome i yep. mean to a girl like that i mean it's it's ACHA it's club hockey you can call it whatever you want but to these girls it's it's somebody achieving their goal of playing college hockey, you know, putting on a team sweater after, you know, youth hockey or mm-hmm. high school. So it's awesome for these girls. And I think the girls on your team, you should, I mean, I, you probably preach that. I don't need to tell you how to coach. But, you know, there is a lot of girls around this state that look up to anybody in that, you know, that position.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think they definitely take it upon themselves, especially after those games, they kind of realize like, wow, like um, there's a lot of people out here that are really looking up to us. And they're definitely kind of the start of what could be a really cool thing for women's hockey in Utah.
0: Yeah. Cause you always hear, you know, leave the game better than you, you know, you found it. So I think you guys are definitely doing that. So thank you for that.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Do you guys uh, in the future with, uh, you know, next season, do you guys see yourselves maybe um, participating, you know, in the community and, and having some kind of youth camps or, you know, some kind of, pre- you know, practice come out and play with your, you know, Utah players? Kind of deal? Yeah.
2: I, I, we did a little bit of that last year, um, and it was super successful. It also like brought in a lot of funds for the, for the program, which is yeah. really great. Um, and then, um, we also, some of our girls, a lot of our girls actually will go and, um, kind of like help, uh, push pox set practices, at youth practices and stuff like that. And just like basically be a, um, an assistant coach, um, for a little bit, which I think is also really great for our team. I know that, um, one of my players has already approached me and said like, Hey, like I graduate in a couple of years and I really love like helping out at those practices. Like I am really considering maybe coaching when I'm done. Um, so I think it's so good for like, both our players and um, like like I said, the youth programs to get that exposure and um, see these girls that they can look up to and stuff like that.
1: Absolutely, that's really cool. That's that's exciting to hear, and yeah, it's exciting to see what you guys make of this and how well you know the Utah community to just keep embracing it and get to know more about it. For sure. Um, my actual so I was going to ask you. My mom actually played with. Morgan Marietti um, for a little while and played for her dad, Dennis. They're, they're, they're a good family, a great hockey family. I was wondering, do you guys, are you and Morgan still able to, you know, talk right now and have you guys been able to work together during this transition?
2: Totally, yeah. Um, Morgan, I, like, I've, I've told her this, but I feel like I could keep saying it. I feel like I am so grateful for her, her dad, her mom, um, her boyfriend, Bo, coached the, the men's team last year. I learned so much under her and her dad. They were so inviting, so welcoming. And, like, honestly, we just had great memories together. And so um, she's, she recently um, is recovering from an illness, but she, she and I still, like, get along great. And um, hopefully when... Covid is over. We can, you know, meet back up because I'm still on really great terms with that family. And again, like cannot thank them enough for my first season. I honestly was like devastated when they decided to leave, but right. obviously it's led to new opportunities and stuff like that. But
1: yeah, they're they're an awesome family. So that's cool. Great resource to have. And yeah, I did hear that she had fallen on, you know, already had you know some illness. And uh, I'm glad to see that she's on the path of recovery too. So it's really good news.
2: Yeah, she is. I mean, she's such a like bright and just. I don't know. She's a great woman, and I didn't doubt that she would battle through. So I'm really happy for her.
0: Yeah, we all we all bought a uh, shirts that that uh, someone was selling at the at the rink. That my other coaching partner he he knows her through another way, but they made shirts and they donated all the proceeds to her that, you know, they had logos of hockey and had her name and cancer survivor stuff on it. So we got some bright pink shirts, you know, they're <laughs> support of her. So that's, and that's cool to see that she's doing better and hope her all the best on her journey. Yeah. So when are uh, tryouts? They're coming up, right?
2: Yep, tryouts are in May, uh, May 12th and 13th. I think I might have those dates wrong.
1: Um, (laughs) Right around the corner.
2: Those are, for now, set in stone. They are subject to change because of COVID, but right now we're planning on sticking with them as basically as long as um, the school or the rink tells us that we can't. Um, And yeah, So coming around the corner, really exciting. I actually wasn't living here last year for tryouts or um, the first year for tryouts. So I didn't get to go. And I think it's going to be really exciting and fun. We have like a a barbecue with um, new players and parents and stuff like that. And then obviously it'll be fun to see new recruits push some of our returners a little bit. So yeah i'm super excited
0: is it open tryouts
2: it is yeah okay um yeah so it is there's a 75 dollar fee i believe um but yeah i think we already have quite a few girls signed up so should be super exciting i know the men's team usually has like Hundreds of people show up. Apparently, <laughs> I don't know if we'll get that many, but <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> still, I think it's going to be a really great turnout. Hey, the
0: more yeah, goals you can you have, have
1: being a competitive—that's right. I want to say, yeah, I think being a, a Pac-12 school, just getting into the Pac-12, has helped the Utah Utah's hockey team a ton. I mean, being a club team, not something everybody knows about, but then you just you know, come pack twelve school, you get all that money, you get a lot more you know, students, and then you just happen to get kids or, you know, all from all over the world and the nation. like, Yeah, I'm from Minnesota, I played high school hockey, oh yeah, there's a hockey team here. I'll come play <laughs> or come try out. So
2: Totally. It's such a I like think that this is I'm gonna definitely advertise my team right now to any listener. Do it. Um I just think the university is such an amazing place to go to school. Um, And then, like I said, we're the only women's hockey team in the state right now. So even though we are ACHA, it still feels like we're literally Utah hockey, which is super cool. Um, So I think we're super lucky and I think it makes the team and the university such an attractive place for A hockey player who wants to continue playing hockey but maybe doesn't want to um you know sacrifice their schoolwork and stuff like that to play for a d1 team or um maybe couldn't make the ncaa level but will do really well acha i think it's an awesome opportunity well this
0: is the premier this is the premier women's hockey team in utah at the moment so it's the best team in the state so I wouldn't yeah, sell it. I wouldn't it, sell it short at any bit.
1: No. And as far as yeah, like you said, selling the campus and the area, I mean for we get spoiled like living in Utah and growing up in Utah now you living out there but you know, if you're from like a, you know, a state in the Midwest or somewhere where it's really flat or you just see trees, you know, the Salt Lake City area and the University of Utah campus, you know, right on the mountains, you're in the big city. But you can still get out and hike, you know, within 10 15 minute drive. And it's just so beautiful. The scenery, you know, is unreal. Like we take, I, I, I've taken it for granted my whole life. Like what I've had in my backyard is a Utah. And-
2: yeah. I honestly, like, I mean, last season, I like would coach a game and then would walk across the street to the football game and just like, yeah. a football game, a youth football Pac
1: 12 <laughs> football game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was
0: so awesome. Super cool. So, uh, go ahead, Mason.
1: Keep going, Nick. I was going to say, where, where do players go to sign up for your tryout or how do they get on that tryout?
2: So on our website, um, on at university of Utah you click on, there's a couple ways to go about it. You can, there's kind of a bar at the top under recruitment. Um, you should be able to just see Tryout Weekend and then Women's Tryout Weekend. Um, pretty front and center for you. All the information is there. And then there's the sign-up form listed as well. Um, and then you can, like, buy some Utah hockey apparel while you're at it. it and is. check out, you know, videos and photos of the team from last year. So um, all the info is there. And, yeah, the for the men's team as well.
1: Cool. Well there you have it. You know, any perspective lady hawk players who listen to this podcast or, you know, just Utah fans and general Utah hockey fans, good place to go to follow along the team, buy some swag, you know, and in uh try and earn a spot on the team if you're looking for that.
0: Yeah. So uh who are you rooting to win the Stanley Cup? Are you are you based on like where you grew up or are you you're rooting for the Flyers?
2: People always say that I have no loyalty because I always <laughs> For the team that my dad is coaching for, and I just honestly, it's like whatever. I I love gritty. I love the Flyers. I think they're gonna have a really great season. Um, so yeah, I'm rooting for the Flyers this year. I was a Pens fan when I was a Pens fan. I was a Minnesota fan when I was a Minnesota fan. But um, those teams all hold special places in my heart. But right now, I'm
1: definitely a Flyers
0: fan. Hey, you gotta! It's a family well, affair, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely can't fault you. And you're you're right about Gritty. That video they just did or whatever <laughs> of him posing and getting painted, hilarious. I love
0: I love watching the Flyers game because like while you're watching the game, the game's going on, but they always cut to Gritty and whatever he's going on and what he's doing. And dude, when he gets that hat trick and he tosses that huge hat out the way hat all the way to the ice, that is impressive. <laughs>
2: It's so funny, like, going to the games last year, um, Gritty literally, like, rides around on a little, like, hoverboard, and he has, like, a full entourage the whole
0: time. <laughs> yeah, he those
2: guys. It's crazy, like, and he's <laughs> more of a celebrity at the games than the players are.
0: I, I bet, I bet. My my <laughs> brother. <laughs> Go ahead, Mason. I so
1: I I would imagine that he's probably one of the more famous mascots in like all of pro sports, at least in the US right now. You oh. see Gritty all over. Yeah. He's iconic, that's for sure.
0: My my brother and my nephew, they were big I guess my brother's still a, a Flyers fan, but uh he went he was he lived in Philadelphia when they went on their run to the cup and he went to every playoff game except for that final game in two thousand ten when they lost, so <laughs> He's a big Flyers fan, so I always, I like to see him win. They're not my favorite team, but I, I I like to root for people around me, except for Mason, and the Penguins, but hey. <laughs> the
1: Penguins. It's a rough situation right now, but I will say the the rivalry, it, it's fun to watch now with the Flyers being a strong team and the Capitals being strong teams, and getting to see them all battle it out. You know, eight times, nine times this year, it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's an awesome setup, like the backpack games and stuff
2: like that are just make things so fun and really gritty. Um, and <laughs> it yeah, feels like a no, no pun intended. To a playoff series. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
0: yeah, totally. Well, it's been a pleasure talking to you, Brayden, and we enjoy uh, you taking your time out of your day to talk to us.
2: Yeah, no problem. Thanks so much for having me, you guys.
0: Yeah, yeah thanks again for coming on. Is there anything else you wanted to add?
2: Um, go Flyers.
1: <laughs> go, go Flyers. Utah. <laughs> go Utah. Hopefully go we, hopefully what's, the, we, what? what's the best place to follow along in the Utah Ladies Hockey team? Is it your website, Facebook, um, uh, social?
2: I'd say any social media. Our, we have a really awesome marketing crew that, um, our media crew that basically updates, sends updates about the team, um, throughout the whole season and then outside of the season. So our Instagram, Utah hockey, Twitter, Facebook, um, and then, yeah, our website is good too.
1: Cool. Is that Are those combinations of men's and women's? Or do you we each have, have your own individual?
2: We have two separate. Yeah, so there's Utah hockey and then Utah women's hockey. I believe.
1: Awesome.
0: Yeah. Nice. Everyone go follow along. Watch these girls on their journey this year.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, thanks. watch them go to Natty's next year. Yes, absolutely. Brayden's first year. <laughs> Crazy.
0: Well, Brayden, I, right. I hope I uh, hope at the end of this uh, NHL season we see another picture of you uh, hoisting that Stanley Cup with your dad. So
2: that would be awesome. <laughs>
1: yeah, I-, I would celebrate a-, a Flyers victory if I saw you and your dad up there hoisting the cup. <laughs> I,
0: I, I could bear that one
2: <laughs> what, one last question I,
0: I when you were 12 yeah. were you able to hold it over your head by yourself
2: hell no oh,
0: <laughs> so you got you, you guys are it
2: right now but I have really skinny arms
1: <laughs> so you, you weren't like tipping that thing over when you were drinking the Sprite out of it holding it straight up above <laughs> your head
2: no my dad was holding it for me <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you're hoping to do it all by yourself at the end of this year right
2: Oh, totally. Totally. And like I said, champagne or beer or something. What's what's
0: your, what's your beer of choice that you're going to drink out of it?
2: Oh, to drink out of the Stanley cup.
0: Yeah. What's your beer choice? Uh,
2: It has to be something like, I don't know. I don't want to pick a cheap beer. It needs to be something special.
1: I don't well, know, I know it, it for Nick it definitely be boltons right <laughs> Yeah um, yeah
2: <laughs> I don't know probably probably like honestly PBR <laughs> There we go. <laughs> Keeping
0: it real. Can't We're get any college more- student so <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right, Brayden, good luck to you and the girls this season.
2: Yeah, thank you guys again.
0: Okay. Yeah, thanks again. We'll see you
2: All
0: later. Right. Yep. Bye yep. bye. Well, that wasn't that a nice interview.
1: Yeah. What a well-spoken and just a uh, just a humble coach, athlete, player like Braden. She was very candid to talk to. You know, it was a very nice, easy-flowing conversation. She just, yeah, she had great things to say, and she was just uh, super polite and uh, seemed interested in what we're doing too. So that was that was cool. Great guest.
0: I think the uh, University of Utah women's hockey team is in great hands.
1: Yeah, I'm excited for their future and you know, it's exciting to think about young girls like the year coaching, potentially, you know, looking up to them and making it up to that level one day and maybe, you know, the team will be even better, maybe trying to be competing to go into the NCAA. Who knows? But I mean we're either still way the, right now.
0: Yeah, we're in the early uh, stages, so
1: Yeah. And uh, hopefully the rest of the community out in Utah embraces these guys. And I feel like anything with the University of Utah on it, you know, usually has a lot of support just off the bat. So hopefully oh, yeah. they get down and watch some uh, women's hockey.
0: Yeah. So get out there. The tryouts are uh, May. Was it May fifteenth? Yeah, May May fourteenth and fifteenth. Um, register online, and it's seventy five yeah. bucks. Now and then after April 16th it goes up to 105 bucks. So get your uh, applications uh, for the the tryouts in early so you can get on that. Yep,
1: and uh, what Braden said that they have their own Instagram page too and, and Facebook. So you know go ahead and uh, search you know University of Utah Women's Hockey on those platforms and you can get kind of those you know last minute updates or whatever they're releasing. They haven't had a whole lot to to put out there right now because they've been very restricted. But, yeah, you know, and they get on their website and uh, register,
0: you know, and go to their trial. Yeah, sounds good. So let's uh, swing on over to the NHL.
1: Talk about the big leaguers.
0: Did you watch any NHL hockey this last week, Mason?
1: Yeah, and I did just catch the uh, Penguins-Capitals game <laughs> today.
0: <laughs> the Penguins definitely have the Capitals number.
1: That's like the one team That's... that they have their numbers.
0: <laughs> three out of their four wins. No, three out of their seven. They got seven wins, right?
1: Yeah, I think so. And, and what, four or five of them are you know, after regulation.
0: Yeah, they only have one regulation. Well, now two regulation wins. It's been a year, man. Hey, and they hired uh, Ron Hextall. And
1: Brian Burke. goalie. And Brian Burke, yeah. Old Flyers legend. Crosstown rival, but... You know the CEO David Morehouse says it. Two of the they're two of the greatest minds in hockey. So I, I we'll like see if that pans out. I
0: like I like Brian Burke a lot. Like he was he was on a Sportsnet and he would always talk. Like if you watch the Canadian broadcast, you get Brian Burke's you know takes. And he's a U he's a U.S. guy, but he was on Canadian hockey TV. But he's just one of those. I think he was like taking the realm or the like, whatever you want to call it, the mantle from Don Cherry. And becoming that kind of like old school like hockey still has a place in today's game and you know the hard nosed stuff and don't give up anything, you know, for for these little skilled guys and you know, you gotta be gritty and you gotta you gotta have toughness to win hockey games still. So I like Brian Burke a lot. I don't like the penguins, but I think the penguins are definitely they're gonna be win now mode, he said. For this season, at least, so they're definitely going balls of the walls this year, and they said in the summer we'll have some hard decisions maybe to make, so we'll deal with those when we get to them. So, if you're a Penguins fan like, and
1: the Penguins, yeah, they could use that too because they they've been a pretty finesse team for a long time. You know, like you you got, I mean, some they, like Latang's a pretty physical defenseman, but he's a little smaller. Um, but then you got guys like, you know, Malkin, he's huge, but you know, he's not a very physical player. And Crosby's not super physical. I mean he'll he'll get physical if you know, he's if they come to him in the corner, but yeah, you don't have a whole lot of that old yeah. school. Like they might yeah, they might trade back to the they, mentality.
0: They might trade back for Branson, bring him back.
1: <laughs> yeah, your Ger, Branson maybe like has you know, try and get uh Oh, now I'm, now I'm thinking the guy which he traded up the Panthers. Gosh.
0: Oh, Hornquist, yeah. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> Hornquist, you know, get Hornquist. Back. Brian Burke probably yeah. last week was like, what the hell were the Penguins thinking training trading Patrick Hornquist? You know what? I'm here. I'm getting him back. What do you want for him? <laughs> yeah.
1: We'll, we'll we'll give you all the guys. Yeah. So. any, I, any of your crappy salary cap situations.
0: But yeah. Penguins definitely are on the up and up, I think. Things are yeah. looking bright. So
1: we'll see. It's true. I think uh Arizona I think they suffered their own not Arizona, Vegas, their first regulation loss or second that one nothing loss to
0: the Avalanche Anaheim. or to Anaheim, yeah.
1: Well, yeah, and did they got another one one nothing loss today, huh? Or no, no, one no they they won
0: one nothing today. So yeah, they lost one nothing to Anaheim. But hey, John Gibson tied for leading the league with three shutouts. I told you he was going to be the best goalie this year and I mean, the Ducks aren't the greatest team, but he's got three shutouts already this year. That's pretty... That's you saying don't a lot. Seem too far off. That's saying a lot for a guy that's playing in front of a team that doesn't have the greatest, you know, defense or forwards putting in a bunch of goals, so... It's
1: okay. They got Kirk. They're fine. They're, they're going to be golden <laughs> this year. <laughs>
0: oh, boy. Speaking of golden, dude, the, those Vegas Golden Knights buckets, those were freaking ridiculous. Like... I think the Silver Knights can pull off the silver buckets, but the Golden Knights, those were terrible.
1: With the gold buckets, it's like, yeah, it, it's a little much. It makes you feel like, I don't, you know, you're just staring at like a sack gold coin on <laughs> everybody's head.
0: And they they lost that game, so yeah. I don't know if they, yeah, they don't seem to bring good luck either. So I bet they, I bet after that game, they they took those gold buckets and they just threw them straight in the trash. <laughs> like
1: I know you guys all thought the gold buckets were a bad idea in the first place. It turns out they are. We're getting rid of them. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's nothing worse than like looking stupid, but looking stupid and losing is terrible. But I also yeah. think that their gold jerseys look terrible too. Like those also are. No bueno for me. So I think Vegas. It's, they got uh, like if you, they wore the gold buckets and the gold jerseys, it would be the worst look in the NHL this year. Yeah, I think
1: I think you'd you be hard pressed to beat that out. Worst <laughs> look. It's like because the gold jersey almost looks like the old like predators, you know, like putrid kind of. Yeah, green, like, they're just uh, ugly. Like gold <laughs> and it's just uh, it's ugly. Yeah, I, I I definitely like like the color scheme with the white jersey in like, the gray and gold trim and the gray jersey with the trim, I think that it's it's calm enough. Yeah,
0: it, it looks good. It really well.
1: yeah, all gold. like. And, yeah, flurry with those, like, gold.
0: Yeah. He, pads, <laughs> <you> know, like. <laughs> he looked shiny today. He looked shiny.
1: Shiny. I reminds me of those old Penguins days when he had those bright yellow pads.
0: Yeah, like when he was a rookie. Wasn't that when he was a rookie? Were the yellow pads? I think so, Yeah. His <laughs> rookie days. Now he's just got gold pads, gold jersey, gold helmet, just shining.
1: Just decked out in gold. Free to play, coach. But <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: and then uh, Jumbo Joe, Jum- Jumbo Joe, No, no, Jeez, can't talk today. Jumbo Joe is coming back. <laughs> I saw that. I thought you'd be excited
1: about that. Yeah. I mean, I figured he's been. Uh, I think he's proven to be. Anything but weak in it throughout his career, you know, being a tough guy. So I didn't, yeah, you know, I don't have any doubts that he'd make it back on the ice, even though he's what forty something now.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, when he, in the off season, when he went and played in Swit, Switzerland, he went and played in Switzerland. Can't, can't, gotta, gotta get the tongue twisters out today. But uh, yeah, when he went and played there, I was like, why is he playing? He's just like gonna get hurt over there. But he didn't get hurt. He just got better. So, I think he's. He's doing the right thing, and he's getting back out there. I mean, they lost the Canadians this last week and That was a hard loss, but they're looking good still. But, uh, yeah, Jumbo Joe's coming back. And this weekend, looking forward to the outdoor games in Lake Tahoe.
1: That would be so fun.
0: Yeah, I mean.
1: Are they allowing spectators? No, no
0: spectators. I think it might even, Nothing. like, be cooler. Because, like, when you watch the outdoor games, you usually don't even see the fans because they've been playing in these, like, such big like when they play in the baseball stadium like nobody's close to the ice so it seems
1: like it would be i don't know it'd feel like almost like a waste like the ticket was just like was the money or juice worth the squeeze when you get there and you're like you know two two football fields away from the (laughs) ice and you're like what's going on over
0: there yeah,
1: did we bring the binos out today so I can see
0: it? <laughs> and there's been a couple games where it's like raining, so like the boards all have raindrops on, so you really can't see anything through the boards either. So, but Yeah, or they Oh, yeah. Yeah, but this game there's going to be no fans. So I think it's just going to look awesome out there. It's not going to be on the lake. It'll be next to the lake. They're going to they're building the rink, so I think that's going to be awesome. That's beautiful. You're going to have Vegas and uh Colorado playing on Saturday and then Philly and the Bruins Playing on Sunday
1: Both games in Tahoe right
0: Yep 1 o'clock I think starts for both of them Well 1 o'clock mountain time Starts on both of them And awesome. like yeah. I said That weekend this is kind of cool But our team we're going up to Salmon Salmon has an outdoor rink That's where we're going to be playing on Salmon so, NHL, Oh is it outdoor out there? Yeah so the NHL will be outdoors And so will the DC wind Ten you. <laughs> team. <laughs> Look at that Let's get
1: a win out in salmon on the outdoor ice for the win.
0: Yeah, so we're heading out yeah, there. give that in your pregame speech like,
1: these guys are also playing outside today. Let's get a W.
0: That's right. <laughs> you know who else is playing? NHL. You know who else is going to win? Us. <laughs> right. They get paid a little more
1: than you guys to play this game. But, but it's the same awesome.
0: game. <laughs> yeah, it's the
1: same level of importance.
0: That's right. <laughs>
1: you gotta give it everything you got play every shift like it's your last
0: yeah so I'm excited for that it's like a 5 hour drive not excited for that but I'm excited to head to Salmon and play on the outdoor rink and for hockey tournament like Lexi loves hockey tournaments so that gets me jacked when I get to coach hockey like for a weekend That's a proud dad moment it, and like Lexi like has she's like she's been begging like dude tell the team she didn't say dude she said dad <laughs> Dude, dad, whatever. But but she's like, dad, you need to tell the team, see those banners hanging up? We want to bring one of those home. Like, she's got her own, like, pregame speech, you know? (laughs) And I'm thinking, I was like, you know what? I'm going to have Lexi give the pregame speech. I want her, like, that's her idea to, like, have this, like, see that banner? We could have that hanging up in our building, you know? So I think I might have Lexi give the pregame speech. Rally the troops. Yeah. I think she's ready for that. Uh, that's cool. I, I'm I'm glad that she's like that
1: dialed into it. That's that's a lot of fun. I do remember those ter- tournaments like that were just like a lot of fun. If you especially if you're like at one of those hotels that has like a nice indoor pool or something, you know, and the whole team goes hangs out. <laughs> Maybe now in COVID, that's not you know. No, most, in
0: Vernal, it was a blast. Uh, is that a little
1: frowned upon? You no, no. That? Like we do, did that in Vernal too. Yeah.
0: Well, we all hang out in the locker room. So what's you know? What's, yeah, what's we, in the we're hotel? Together but, anyway. Yeah. So we're we're pretty nice. Night- tight man i cannot speak today we are a pretty uh tight-knit group all the kids and all the parents cool. so they're it's a fun it's definitely a fun team it's been a blast i'm gonna be kind of heartbroken when the season's over and we got to move on but because i've had a blast coaching a lot of these kids and i mean next year i'll have half of them probably still but you never know what next year holds i mean some kids could go to the other rival teams you know just another season next year. but So we got this season to finish out. We got this tournament, and then we got one at the end of March, and and then we're done. So we got some pretty meaningful games coming up for the 10U DC Wind squirts.
1: Well, I hope you guys finish out strong.
0: Yeah. I hope, hopefully when we're recording this next week, I'll be like, we
1: brought the banner home. Lex rallied us, and we... She Just like went up and like took a
0: banner off the wall, I was like taking this one, <laughs> <laughs> she just stole it. So, uh, we went to so this is a side story about stealing banners or whatever, but uh, we went to West Coast Choppers when we were a kid because Kyle we went out to California and Kyle was like obsessed with West Coast Choppers, you know, Jesse James, okay. and like, yeah, what was the Monster Garage on D- on a uh, Discovery Channel? I think it, I can't yeah. remember, was
1: that what it was called? Like-
0: yeah, but then they did, right. like, the, the, like, the West Coast Choppers and stuff. But we went to his, like, West Coast Choppers, like, motorcycle place. And mm-hmm. we we walk out of there, and Mark's like, check this out. And he stole, like, a, one of Jesse James' plaque, like, <laughs> things. Are you serious? <laughs> no, dude, he probably still has it. Next time we're hanging out with Mark, I'm going to try and tell him, where's the Jesse James plaque?
1: Dude, Mark the bandit, man. Yeah, he's – dude, dude, Mark's
0: – if you ever go to, like, restaurant with Mark, Mark tries to, to stash, like, at least a few uh, sides cups in your to-go box or, like, a bottle of ketchup or something. Like, he's always taking something from a restaurant. Isn't it Mark to put, like, the
1: three-foot-long yard <laughs> glass in one pant leg yeah, and it's yeah. out of a restaurant?
0: If you've ever been to the yard house, they have these, like – beer glasses or whatever, they're like pints or I know they're like it's like I don't know. It's a yard, so it's like a three foot beer glass. And he shoved it in the, the leg of his jeans and like walked out like he was on a pick leg to get this <laughs> cup out of there.
1: I still have that it thing didn't just like shatter in there, dude. Yeah. Like, oh.
0: It's in my it's in my kitchen right now, but <laughs>
1: That's odd. Mark Van man. If you want something If there's something You need to extract From a place Call Mark You
0: should have been A jewelry Like a cat Better burglar
1: I know <laughs> He's like a Like a reverse Robin Hood Or just like a Robin Hood thief man He can
0: He's Take from anybody stuff. No so Oh I was going to talk I was going to tell you this This is just a side note Before we end here But uh, My men's league team We were uh, Talking about jerseys And stuff I was like Oh we should get some I got a podcast And we should get some Jerseys that are like you know, welcome to Cup Talk podcast. And they're like, what, you got a podcast? And I was like, yeah. And, they're like, uh, and I showed it to him. I was like, yeah, you can get on Apple, you on know, Spotify, Stitcher. he's like, oh, dang, that's legit. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, do you uh, talk about the men's league? on? You talk about our team on there? I was like, I mean, I give the update. I'd say, you know, if we win or lose. And he's like, you tell them we're the best freaking team. We're going to take the whole thing. And I was like, <laughs> well, I mean, two weeks ago, I had to say we lost like 11 to one. So... <laughs> I don't want to lie to them, yeah. Bro, but and I also don't want to
1: like jinx it with the gods, you know. So you got you gotta watch what you say in those situations. If you you know come out and say, "Yeah, we're gonna win it all," you know, just you put that big target
0: on your back. But we only have one loss, so we are doing pretty good. So shout out Didn't to the, shout out to the Leafs. Yeah, I mean we're the Leafs, it's not the Maple guys, Leafs. The Leafs. Yeah, they were not. we not. We don't have cool jerseys like the Maple Leafs. They're like ugly gray jerseys. But so. That's what sparked the whole New Jersey talk. So, maybe we get a couple more episodes. Maybe if we just keep on rolling with this podcast, get a couple more episodes, uh, we can get some jerseys for some men's league teams. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. you guys, and maybe one day when the Salt Lake County starts playing again, my men's league team will start rocking some uh, Welcome to Cup Top podcast. We need a new jersey update. (laughs) We got this new baby blue jersey with a goat on it. I don't know why this guy on my team likes that he's an overachiever. He like comes up with all these ideas. Like I, I can b- buy all these right now. And everybody was like, Oh yeah, I'll buy one. And then like, I think he just showed us the color scheme and then we got him. I was like, why did you go with the goat? You know, like, like what? I don't even remember what his answer was, but it was just like, okay. <laughs> I'm so kind we're of... called the ball rogs. Um... Our one jersey's like this Lord of the Rings character, like a big old snake. The jerseys are cool jerseys, but like, the logo's terrible. Um, <laughs> but uh, now, yeah, we got this other baby blue jersey with a goat on it. I'm like, what? We are just, oh, man, I'm kind of brutal. We're a gong show over here.
0: Oh, man. So hopefully we can get some new jerseys in the near future. But uh, that's all I got for you. Mason, you got anything else you want to add?
1: No. I think we covered everything, man. That's that, uh, a pretty good episode. Um just you know, with Utah high school hockey talking about that and youth hockey and uh, Utah women's hockey, I think uh, it just felt nice to talk about the sport in in the community and how it's growing and uh, you know where it's at right now. So hopefully, you know the Utah D one playoffs, both independent and regular, finished up strong and they get some good games and then we'll be uh, giving you the update for D two when we see that
0: happen. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll get the champ. We get. Kid for two from the Ooh. championship team on. Maybe that would be fun. Yeah. All right. Well. well Mason, it's always a pleasure. Hopefully, we see this real. next weekend. And if not, I mean, God bless you and that storm. You're yeah, in. y'all
1: keep your fingers crossed and uh, you know pray for me to get out of Lawton on time next Friday. <laughs> Don't have to stay until the Monday, <laughs> the twenty second. You know, if you, if you guys got some extra, you know. Prayers out there, and you know something else—you're looking in to add to your, your, uh, you know, whatever rituals you do every day, and you know, people that you are looking out for you. Yeah, try and try and hope that I make it back to Utah.
0: Anybody out there to going it. to the temple this week? Put Mason's name in the temple. You know he needs it. He yeah, needs all the blessings we can get. I've been a good boy. I've been a good boy. I deserve <laughs> to leave. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mason. Have a great weekend. And we. Week-
1: hey you too, man. So yeah, we'll talk Next week. All right, man. Same time, same place. We'll be here.
0: (laughs) Okay, man. Peace.